0: well good morning my friend welcome to the pastor's podcast this monday morning coming to you just a bit earlier than normal I'm getting ready to head out to California to preach for um, tonight and tomorrow with um, my good friend, Pastor Bruce Goddard, a family conference there. And so before I get to the airport, just wanted to get out with you today. What a great day we had at Maranatha Baptist Church yesterday. Souls say, first day of the campaign, great day. Man, over 40 visitors and attendance yesterday, and people say, people baptized altars packed it was exciting to see god work i hope that you had a great weekend wherever you are hope that you had a great weekend and as we go forward for the lord let's continue to reach the souls of mankind oh how this whole world needs believers to have a heart and a passion for the souls of mankind that's what we need Oh, I wish I could get people to get that. Um, I, I know, and I'm and I'm not even the savior. I can't even imagine what the savior feels like. But so many people, so many people are just so, so um, superficial, so shallow. And um, church is just something I gotta do. It's it's like a it's like the penance. A person feels like they have to do. Boy, we have to get we have to get past that. And certainly, if we do, God can use us in a great way. Well, today I want to talk to you about requirements of discipleship. In Luke chapter 14, in verse 26, the scripture says, if any man come to me and hate not his father and mother and wife and children and, and brethren and sisters, yea, and his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Now, we, I asked the question, what is discipleship? Now we hear so much about this little thing, what the, this word called discipleship, and that and it's amazing is that we, you know, we we hear so much about it, and and so little of what the world calls discipleship is sad is is even in the scriptures. There's a lot of preachers like the, that's a coin phrase a lot of people like to use, but they truly don't even follow what the scripture says about discipleship. The fact that people have discipleship classes shows their lack of scriptural knowledge. And I know that's going to that's gonna kind of um, um, curl the hair in a few preachers. Discipleship is more about choices and actions than it is knowledge. Now, don't get me wrong. Knowledge is not bad. And we ought to know what we believe, but that is not discipleship. These people need to get past this little evangelical phrase that they've copied from all the non from all these non-believer churches and bring it into our independent Baptist churches. If you choose and act to do the right things, you will become who you are supposed to be. Discipleship is an action and it's a choice. Now, three times in the in the book of Luke chapter 14 we find this phrase. Um cannot be my disciple. So sometimes you can find out what you're supposed to be um, to do by learning what you are not supposed to do. For instance, I find out I'm the drive at or below 35 miles per hour by seeing the sign that says the speed limit is 35 miles per hour. Now we find out what a disciple is by learning what is not a disciple. And all the illustrations that Christ gave on discipleship they, not one of them is in the classroom. Every one of them are outside the classroom. So Christ shows five things you must do if you will be his disciple. First, you cannot be Christ's disciple until you choose Christ over family. Oh, this is a big one. Luke 14, 26 says, If any man come to me and hate not his father and mother and wife and children and brethren and sisters in his own life, he also cannot be my disciple. This verse is not teaching us to hate our family. But it, but it will seem like I hate my family when I choose to do what Christ tells me to do over what my family desires me to do. There are there are many who are not Christ's disciple because they've not chosen to put their family. Because they, oh, they're not Christ's disciple because they've chosen to put their family over Christ. Whatever mom and dad tells them to do, they're going to do. Whatever their children want them to do, they're going to do. The last command of Christ is to be a soul winner. Now, get this down. That's his last command. So don't tell me you're Christ's disciple when you stop soul winning because you want to do have family time together. That is not scriptural. You see, you can have family time, you know how? By By going soul winning together as a family. Placing Christ before family is the only way you can be his disciple. When you look at your family and say, listen, I'm serving Christ. Now, it doesn't matter. Now, I'm not saying that God doesn't honor some of our desires with the family. I am saying this. Christ always has to be over our family every time. If he's not, if he's not, then you're not Christ's disciple. Second, you cannot be Christ's disciple until you, until you choose Christ over self. So verse 26 uses the phrase, and his own life also. So if you're unwilling to put your will aside for Christ's will, you can't be his disciple. To be a disciple of Christ means I have to die to self. I have to die to what I want to do and say, God, what is it that you want me to do? If you're unwilling to sacrifice your will for his, you cannot be his disciple. Third, you cannot be Christ's disciple until you choose Christ over comfort. Verse 27 states, and whosoever doth not bear his cross cannot be my disciple. You will never be a disciple of Christ until you sacrifice comforts for his cause. Many only serve God as long as it's convenient, but they quickly quit when it becomes inconvenient to serve God. It's not always convenient to be in church. It's not always convenient to run a bus route. not always convenient to serve God. But a disciple of Christ has placed comfort aside to be inconvenienced for the sake of Christ. You can't be Christ's disciple until you're willing to be inconvenienced for Christ's sake. Fourth, you cannot be Christ's disciple until you choose to follow Christ before all. Verse 27 continues to say, and come after me cannot be my disciple. Discipleship is following someone and to be Christ's disciple means you will follow and choose Christ over any person, any way, any culture, or any activity. Fifth, you can't be Christ's disciple until you choose Christ over possessions. Verse 33 teaches us that unless you're unwilling to forsake all that he hath, you cannot be his disciple. True discipleship will say there's nothing I own. Boy, this is a key one right here. There's nothing I own that Christ cannot have. Christ can have my health. If I have to lose health, to stay in God's will. I'll then lose health to stay in God's will. If I have to lose finances to stay in God's will, lose finances but stay in God's will. If I have to lose friends to stay in God's will, I'll lose friends to stay in God's will. My friend, until you get to the point that there's nothing That Christ cannot have, you can't be his disciple. I'm telling you, a lot of people say, well, I want to be a disciple of Christ. They go to the discipleship class. Oh, I'm a a disciple. No, you're not. Not until you do these five things. Because discipleship is more than knowledge. Discipleship, Discipleship is a decision, and it's an action. If I could put it this way, to put Christ above all. And when you're not willing to do that, my friend, everything else will fall in place when I put Christ at the top and say, man, there is nothing that's going to replace him. My life, listen, your life ought to be Christ. And when you make Christ your life, what you live for, everything else will fall in place. And you will and, and be times you have to make tough decisions to look at families and say, I can't do that. Times you have to say to self, i got to be inconvenienced. Times it's not going to be comfortable to do it. Times you're going to have to give up your will, but Christ is your all. When you get to that point that Christ is your all, my friend, then you'll be able to say, I'm a disciple of Christ. Can I say this? Often you won't know you're his disciple. Others will see it. You won't. Because you're so busy, busy following Christ, you have no idea. That people say, man, that's a Christ follower. That's a disciple of Christ. That's what we ought to want. That's what we ought to desire. Oh, my friend, how this old world needs some real, true disciples of Christ. Are you one? If not, I'm telling you, these are the decisions you got to make. But they're worth making. You'll never fail to enjoy life and enjoy the walk with Christ when you make him the priority, the preeminent one, in your life. Well, I hope this is a help to you and a challenge to start your week off right. Now, let's remember today, be good to everyone. Everyone's having a tough time. Have a great day, my friend.